As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Sif Spoil for Solo. We're going to do some spoileros now. Hello? Solo. Oh, Solo. A Star Wars story. Um, Rogue One was called a Star Wars story too, right? Yeah. They're labeling all those. Smart. Okay. All right. I just wanted to make sure I No, I had all that right. the uh, non-canon are going to be called a Star Wars story. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're canon. They're just oh, I mean, non-Skywalker uh, non right. lineage yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, stories. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I wonder if the Ryan Johnson trilogy will have its own like name or a Ryan file. Johnson story. <laughs> yeah, That'd I don't be- know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ryan, a Johnson O. <laughs> a Johnson story? No, Lupo. I don't think- <laughs> oh, that's a different movie. Lupo is my favorite Ryan Johnson movie. <laughs> Looper. Lupo. Lu- Lupo. Did he do what's the one he did? Lupo. He Looper. did. He did, did Looper. He Looper? But we were yeah, just saying Lupo because of the O's. Jack. It's been O's for the entire episode. Okay. He also did. Here, here, here's what happened. I thought you guys were tagging into a literal movie <laughs> no. called Lupo. I was like, I've never heard of that. No, and no. Ryan, I think Ryan Johnson did Looper. Yeah. <laughs> nur, nur. He also did a movie called Brick, which is amazing if you haven't yeah. seen Brick? it. Brick? Yeah. Brick. Brick is really is it about good basketball? Well. Like bad, no. a no. bad shooter? Well, there is a basketball in it, but, you know. Joseph Gordon Levin, right? Yep. Levitt. Sounds like I said Levin. Anyways, let's talk about solo spoilers. Uh, We've got certainly plenty to dig into. Yeah. Um, I will say if you haven't seen the movie, please go away. We don't want you here. Uh, You don't belong. Go find somewhere else. We don't like you. Throwing Uh, a rocket. None of that stuff is true. But you may be a little disappointed because we might ruin the movie. Also, you may be a little confused because we're going to jump around, jump around, jump up, jump up, and jump down. Yeah. So um, Dude, you are on a, you are <laughs> you're on a kick right now. <laughs> Gigging it. Gigging it. So, anyways, what do you guys want to talk about with Solo? Do we have to? I think we should start with Darth Maul. All right. Yeah. I mean, that's the big reveal at the so end. Cool. It's yeah. so that has to be so confusing to people who don't follow Rebels. Rebels. Yeah. Like, uh, like because it places the movie in a different timeline. If you don't know that he's come back from the dead, you must think like. Oh, this takes place before the Obi Wan. Yeah, I didn't even but. think about that. He does. Yeah, he does come back from the dead. So it's like, yeah, yeah, they would be. So confused. Like, wait, yeah, it has to be confusing. I'd only seen a few episodes of Star Wars Rebels. Did you watch this season? No, I've I've seen a few episodes. Okay, so, but not this season. No, no, okay. no, no. So, um, uh, I I was like, man, Crimson Dawn sounds so familiar. No, I don't Crimson, think they mentioned the Crimson Dawn in the Rebels. I'm pretty sure because I think Crimson Dawn in Rebels, from what I remember, was like the thing that Darth Maul was no, in charge of. No, he, uh, he has this thing where he brings the syndicates together, the crime syndicates together, but it's not Crimson Dawn. Oh. It's something else, uh, and the name is slipping my mind. But um, but yeah, no, it's not Crimson Dawn. I don't think okay. Crimson Dawn has been mentioned. And in fact, you know, like what this movie is saying is that Crimson Dawn 
is you know one of the syndicates that Maul has you know brought into this larger group, and that now um, Kira is going to be. Yeah, you know, the head of or the leader of. I want to talk about Kira, or do you want to continue to talk about Darth Maul? Well, the Maul? only thing I would say about Darth Maul is it's the only thing in the movie that kept me from saying, wow, a Star Wars movie with no lightsabers and no force powers. I know, I was about to say, exactly. it is the very... Just at the end. It would have been the very first uh, Star no Wars Jedi. movie with no lightsaber. Yeah. But then they just had to throw that in, bang, at the very end. I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. Fine. And no force powers. No force powers. Right, because even Rogue One has... The force is, you know, well, you have Vader. Strong, strong with me. Well, yeah, and you've got Vader at the end and too. What's, yeah. oh, what's the character's name? That's that's uh, the Donnie Yen yeah, yeah, character. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, does he ever technically use the force? Well, not. I, I mean, in a, a roundabout way. I like, think he's in too. I am one with the force, able, and the force yeah. is one with me. And he's I'm able one to with avoid or not be hit, yeah. or he has that special power that Jedi's have that laser like fl- uh, blasters can't actually shoot them. <laughs> hit them. <laughs> that's, right. yeah. like, that's actually one of the powers they just can't be hit by a blaster. It's called a force field. Yeah. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Wacky so yeah uh, i never even thought about the fact that people who don't follow the show would be confused by a timeline oh, i think that has to be so confusing yeah well you know what though what i say their fault they should do something about it. They got, well, we got a whole know, okay. man. It's the first time one of these movies has said, "Oh, I hope you understand well, the ancillary material." Buy into our product. So, um, what I thought initially was, "Oh man, that's so cool, Darth Maul." You know, right, because yeah, yeah. I love Darth Maul. I think he's so cool. And then I start, started to think, why didn't they just make him the main villain of the movie? Ooh. But then I thought about how you said in the podcast proper how right. Han has never seen exactly. the Force before. Oh, yeah. And I was, man. Well, I, I will tell you when Rebels, when Star Wars Rebels brought Darth Maul back, I did not like it. I think it, I think it undermines one of my favorite moments from the prequels, one of the only moments from the prequels that I still love, which is his death. But was like, that a was that a fan? I hated his death. But was that a fanboy move to compensate for his death? Do you think there are people who are possibly? Going, hey, we just we want to you know we really do care about your feelings here. Here's here's this person you love. I just love and his brother. I I love. <laughs> That yeah, what that uh, death meant. I love Obi Wan, you know, having to stand behind the force field while he kills Qui Gon, and yeah. then just you know ready to go into attack, and it's yeah, like he goes cool, to another that's level. A great, that and, is a great scene. No, I hate specifically Darth Maul's quote unquote death. How he's just standing there while Obi Wan flies up, Goofy. flips around him, and just like uh, and <laughs> Scooby Doo, yeah, <laughs> and then he just gets cut in half. Yeah. I hated that because I'm like, why would you just stand there? <clears throat> he had the high ground <laughs> this whole time. He, he had the high I ground. I have the high he ground. Stood there, yeah. he stood there because that that day they said, "Look, for the next movie, we're gonna have Christopher Lee." We we found out yeah. today, Christopher Lee's and we have to kill this person off. No, we gotta kill no. Ray Park off because we got Christopher. Lee I mean, it's in. fine. He's back. It's fine. I just I do think it impacts a little bit of that scene for me, but. It's you know it's it's the end of Deadpool two all, two all over again. Yeah. <laughs> can we seen that? Can we spoil Rebels the show? I I think it has been uh, the finale was a couple months ago. Oh, was it? Yeah. So. Oh, is it off the air now? Well, the uh, you know I don't know if it's off off the air. It might have been a series finale, but I know the season finale has uh. happened. So. So yeah, I I don't mind. I guess for the next few seconds, if you don't want to know, maybe yeah. tune out. But what were you gonna say? I I just remember. I don't know if it was this season or not where when Darth Maul actually dies. Was it yes, this yes, season? yeah, he dies in this season. Okay, because yeah. I remember seeing that fight where it was a really quick fight. You know, just like three swipes and then Obi Wan kills him, mm-hmm. and I loved it. I thought that was a very 
good way for that character to go out. Yeah. And be- still to have it be Obi-Wan that takes him out. And, yeah. Yeah. Because the way he kills him is he counters the way Qui-Gon should have countered. Right. In uh, Phantom Menace. Exactly. And I'm like, oh, that's a cool way to do that. Yeah, it was very smart. Uh, Rebels did some really interesting... Rebels changed the Star Wars universe in the biggest way it's ever been changed this season. Did you did, do you know what I'm talking about? I've only, like. Do I you said, mind I've, if I spoil I've, it for you? Go ahead. I'm gonna watch them all anyway. But there's time travel in Star Wars now. What? Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. There's there's uh, there's time travel Using now. Using the force. It's, yeah, it's a force world. Like it's a force um, portal world. Oh, you were gonna say warp zone. No, I was I was I was thinking of the word portal. I warp to be, zone. Warp zone is I basically what it is. Zone. You, we can call it a a warp a force warp zone. So basically, you go into this place with all these different portals that go to specific times in your in your life uh, as a I guess a force you know as somebody who's force sensitive, and you can you know impact what happens in them. You can pull people out of them into the portal and then take them to a different time. Um, I don't crazy. like that. I, it's big. Yeah, whether you like it or not, that, that's that's quite a change. Don't have to get rid of that though, right? Do they get rid of that at some point? Yes. Well, as far as you can tell, it is closed up now. Um, like he, they had to do all this stuff to open it. They went back to the, the origins of the force, like the light and the dark and the characters that those came from. And they were both on this cave. And, and so if you had, uh, you know, the right combination, you know, the right combo to the lock, (laughs) supposedly you could open up this portal place and then now it's collapsed. And so, yeah, so technically it may not be an option for anybody else after that, but it it exists. So yeah, I just, don't like that. Just strange stuff. Anyways, so Wild they're doing some wacky. interesting stuff with Star Wars canon off the movie side, you know? Yeah. So, But yeah. getting back to Solo. Yeah. Um, a big issue I had with this, and this is what I was talking about, the thing that I was so looking forward to that they just totally ruined, and that's the Kessel Run. Yeah, they've minimized the it. The Kessel Run is so boring. Yeah. And they've been talking about it for since, you know, A New Hope. Mm-hmm. And they've referenced it, and they've built it up to be this huge thing because even Ray in uh, Force Awakens, she goes, "This is the ship that made the Kessel Run in nine parsecs." And then Han goes, "It was twelve, like a un- <laughs> like this universal thing that everyone yeah, would know about knows the and Kessel like, Run." The only reason anyone would know about it is because those like four or five people, five people even mentioned it. Well, yeah. except that the only the reason people could know about it is because it played such a huge role in financing the rebel the rebellion. Oh, okay, I can see that. Um, and that's so, another issue I have with this movie. <clears throat> yeah, is the dawn of the rebellion. This island of misfit toy pe- group of people <laughs> is the dawn of the rebellion. Yeah, I that doesn't no, bother me that much. Oh, I hated it. Yeah, and yes, that's where we saw Warwick Davis. Yeah, which I really enjoyed seeing him. I'm yeah. like, hey, he shot a bazooka. Or he did shoot was. a bazooka. But you know what I'm talking about? It's just this group of people, and that's who's going to start the rebellion? That's the why not? Group. Why not? I didn't like that. But why not? Can you give me more specifics than I just didn't want it to be those it just people? Doesn't no. feel, it doesn't feel important enough. Like it, Yeah. I looked at it, and I was like, oh. Uh. This, yeah. is, this is a common argument I've heard with several of the kind of the winks and nods, uh, and I actually agree with a couple of them. One I kind of agree with is like his naming. Oh, really yeah. Just like, that was dumb. Yeah, yeah just, seriously. That was just as bad as, I'm not even being hyperbolic here, it's just as bad, or no, not, yeah. It's, yeah. Okay, it's just as bad as in Super Mario Brothers movie where the first <laughs> name is Mario and the last name is Mario. It's just as bad as that. Is the it writers, just as bad as Martha? 
Is it the Martha moment? Why did you say that? (laughs) It's so stupid. Just to have his last name be Solo. Well, and it's not like it's much different than other Star Wars names. Yeah. They're all weird. It's not like the Skywalkers actually walk in the sky. That's not how (laughs) they got their name. Well, it could be how they got their family name, you know, back in the day or whatever. But, you know, it's... I it's, don't know. It's 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 just strange. have his name be solo. And another thing is that he automatically speaks Wookie. Well, yeah, and he's really going. For I didn't mind that. Oh, I thought I that was it. I thought that was fine. Um, and and was needed in the plot too. It was needed for him to make that connection with Chewbacca more. Even though Chewbacca understands English, yeah, for him to speak in. Chewies or whatever, was, whatever, yeah, whatever the language, whatever the language. <laughs> yeah. It has a technical name. Like now, their I planet d- has a technical I name. Did, but I just, in, right. I I think that they live on Indoor. No, 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 no. They have the who, they the Wookies. No, the Wookies yeah. have their own planet. It's uh, called K- Kajik. Ka- yeah, Kachik. It's, it's got a weird Kachik. name. So Kachikis, yeah, maybe. Kachik. <laughs> What's the cereal? Uh, Kashi. Kashi. Yeah, they live on Kashi. <laughs> no, Kashik. Kashik. Anyways, but anyway, I did enjoy how he met. Uh, Chewy. Yeah. I just didn't like him actually automatically speaking Wookiee. He's like, I know a little. How do you know a little? Didn't didn't he say? I thought he said. No, he just said, I, I know a little, enough to communicate and stuff like that. But he's lived on Garbage Planet yeah. forever. How did he learn to speak, you know? No, Wookiee? that's a good question. And there's also the... Corellia ma- is Garbage Planet? No, well, it's it, a shipbuilding it's, planet. It's it's yeah. it's uh it's Detroit, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, exactly. It okay. is exactly Detroit. You know, yeah. Detroit was known for auto, you know, construction, and this is a planet known for building yeah. ships. Okay. So yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. Um, yeah, I, I liked the meeting with Chewbacca. I didn't like the naming. Uh, no. I didn't know that we needed all of the touches. Like, here's how he got his blaster, and here's. You know, I I liked how we got his blaster. I mean, it's fine. I'm just saying, like, there's there's a matter of why does everything have to be an answer to a question? Like, you know, so much stuff in our life just that happens. That I do agree with. You know, I, ev- everything in this movie had to be an answer to a question. I walked away, though, from this going, okay, so the second movie, is it going to be he goes and meets Jabba? Well, that's, yeah, they're obviously okay. on their way to meet okay. Jabba and ta- so, Tatooine. So then he double crosses Jabba, and now we're into A New Hope. Yeah. So literally this great, smuggler person has been on two journeys like yeah his literal well, no 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 no. he could work for java for 10 years there's 10 years between now and okay. a new that, hope that, so, that, that is the timeline yeah ten, still 10 years yes great so okay, good i thought i thought it was like two years no 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 and no. we're gonna have he's like, gonna go okay. work for java for a long time he's gonna go on several become a bounty he's gonna lose his faith somehow he's gonna become a cynic does that interest and, you guys that he's d- gonna go work for java no <laughs> unfortunately it does interest me i don't it, want it, does, it to interest that, me that does interest me no, because, I want to see that. and i'll tell you why because that's the complete story yeah People talk about the fact that the Avengers was Infinity War was only half a movie, which I've talked about how much I disagree with that yeah. assessment. This is half a movie. This is half a movie because yeah. this does not have any major character or storyline resolutions. The relationship resolution yeah. isn't there. His I, becoming a cynic resolution isn't yeah. there. So, yeah, this is more half a movie. I listened to someone talk about uh, Solo, a uh, critic talking about it, and they were talking about it being – Almost like a movie, like a television pilot episode. Yeah, where it leaves. Oh, here's the backstory. Here they are, and then the family. Here's well, and it here's Alf. Even, they, and you it get to meet even, Alf. Here we, he is. And, and we already talked about it, but it episode. doesn't. It doesn't even give the backstory for. Right. We don't. We know nothing about why Kira has turned. Like what she's I hated done. that so much. The I movie, too. The movie built up so much. You don't know what she's done. Yeah. 
It what, never what, did, what did she do? <laughs> right. What did she do? Yeah, why didn't we yeah, why didn't we find that out in that last moment with Paul Bettany or by yeah. the way, Paul Bettany's character, um, I didn't hate his character. I thought his no, character I didn't was either. okay. And Oh, his uh, quote-unquote lightsaber dagger things were that cool. That was cool. And, and the aspect I think they're of, vibration weapons or yeah. something like People that. People yeah. thought, I think he would be in this movie less than he was. And he was actually a really central Well, character. he was a replacement. The original person that was supposed to play that role uh, was what was the guy's name from The Wire. I was... Um, I was <laughs> he recast everybody, basically. Oh, no, but he wasn't available for the reshoots, and so they had to recast that role. So that oh, was Paul Bettany. I, uh, um, I was about to make a Kevin Spacey joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, uh, oh, I'm Too look, soon. Uh, go ahead and keep Christopher going. Christopher Plummer. I'm going to look up the actor's <laughs> name because I do, I do want to mention his name, but go ahead. Um, what else do we want to talk about? Uh, so... Uh, here's the thing I really had an issue with. Whenever they finally get to Kessel and um, they're freeing the other Wookiees, did the other Wookiee costumes look cheap as crap? Hey, I thought it was, um, uh, not Land Before Time, uh, Land of the Lost. Yeah! And I, I, thought, I thought this was Chaka, like yeah. a, a, a taller Chaka It looks outfit. so bad. I didn't pick on that. Really? I thought on that at one all. The, I just thought it, it, it was like dirty. shiny plastic, though. Like no, one, of the, it, one of his forehead, like... Had like this shiny plastic look. I was like, "That's interesting." Was this a 3D movie or was it not? I'm I have no idea anymore. Yeah, well, Which I, movies I, are 3D? They, they filmed 3D. it. They they have 3D. I yeah, did not see option. it in 3D. I didn't. Either. So, I didn't either. Okay. No. I, I'm done seeing movies in 3D. Well, press, press screenings just aren't in 3D. If I if I were seeing movies in laser IMAX, I'd see them in 3D. It's absolutely yeah. awesome. But but no, it just looks so bad. And here's another thing: L3 was a the droid in this movie. Mm-hmm. One of the only characters I actually liked that was a new character that she I has had, to live in torture for the rest of her life. And then she dies like so quickly. I'm like, man, that would have been a cool character to keep around because that character actually had a purpose that I could have seen going forward. You know, this character who was fighting for droid rights. And that's by the way, where we see Clint Howard. He was the one who was in charge of the, UFC of droid fights. He was yeah. the uh, oh, ro- robot wars. Yeah, he, right. he was the battle bots. Yeah, battle he bots. was the battle yeah. bots. That's yeah. Cool. He's the Mick Foley. Of I love Battlebots. Battle Season three of Battlebots going on right now. That could have been my is it really? treasure. Cool. Yeah, is it on Hulu yet? It's great too because um, I don't not sure if it's on Hulu yet. It's great because uh, just obviously just as an aside, they're doing it like a sports season this year where they just have uh, like a regular season matchups and then they'll they'll seed the awesome. tournament based on the regular season. So what network is it on? It's really really cool. Um, I don't remember. I just have it set to. I think it's the sport. same is network. Spike's that... still a network. <laughs> no, no, I feel no, like it could be on what, Spike. What network is uh, uh, American Ninja Warrior on? All right, um, That's NBC. Because it's the same as NBC. It's on NBC then. <clears throat> By the way, the actor's name is Michael K. Williams. He played Omar on The Wire. Uh, he was originally going to be the Paul Bettany. Oh, uh, okay. Role, Bummer so. for him. Golly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Uh, L three was the droid. Uh, she she had a personality and stuff. And I, she had a purpose that I could see going forward and made me actually care about that character. And then she dies, and I'm like, well, okay, that's done with her. So now I'm back to not caring about any of the new characters in this movie, like Tandy Newton dying for no good reason other than the fact that... Well, actually, there is no good reason. There isn't because I didn't ever feel like it really impacted... Um, we didn't have enough time to care about her. Impacted him or the way that it should. Yeah, yeah Beckett. He, he didn't even like act like it was a... For the first few scenes, maybe, but and then, then he went that, back to being Beckett. I know it was really weird. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't understand. He did that. say, "Don't trust anybody." 
But that, then, make, that makes him Then there was horrible. that six-legged uh, thing. That Rio. Was, it's John Favreau, right? Yeah, John Favreau. Was Favreau. Voice. I always get to say yeah. his name wrong. Yeah. Uh, didn't but have time Brett to care Favre. about him. I, I potentially could have cared about him because I thought he was funny for the three seconds he was yeah. in the movie. He's, yeah. Now, he did seem like a Star Wars character. Like, yeah. I felt like as uh, Neum Num or uh, Admiral Akbar is, this person, well, this could, this person could be this to this story. I want the Akbar Star Wars story. Yeah. Where everything is a trap. <laughs> it's it's Admiral Akbar in Saw. And no, everything's a trap. No, Andrew. No. Yes. I forbid it. I forbid it, Andrew. I forbid it. You must. It would be Cut better. Your... It'd be better than Solo. Uh Battlebots is on ABC. There we go. Um I think I think you're right. I think there is a real problem with this movie understanding depth of character. And I think we see that in the relationship that Beckett has with Val. I think we see that uh, with in, Solo and Kira. With Solo and you Kira, you don't care about them. No, you really don't. And I think it's one of the major flaws of this movie. Um, so yeah, I and and it makes all that Kira stuff so weak. How, how, how long were so they strong. apart? How long were they years? apart? Yeah, I'm guessing he like was in a battle, decade. Said three years later, didn't that battle say three years later? Yeah, so three years. Yeah, did it? Yeah, I mean, that's, it did. That's a heck of a lot of stuff that the things she's done in three years. Which what she literally. Done? No idea what she's done. She yeah, nothing. The There's big, not even the a hint. big worm. Oh, you were going to talk about uh, the uh, practical art stuff. Um, practical Proxima. Magic. I, I, was Proxima. Talk, I was talking more about uh, the bad Wookie, but I think that the worm thing was okay. Proxima. The lighting. I will say that the, the lighting first... was important in that scene because I think if the lighting was any different than how they had, it's like that bluish hue. It was so dark. Yeah, I was so. I, I, I thought if the rest of this movie is this dark. Yeah. I'm going to be so mad. But it had to be the, she's the like first, a subterranean creature. The first 15 minutes of this movie are really bad. It's uh, rough. You think so? Uh, no, nah, I didn't I didn't it didn't bother me any more than than the rest of it. Um, I mean, once they actually get to the uh You didn't like the speeder chase? That's once they get to that speeder chase then it actually gets good, but like the 15 minutes leading or it may not be 10 minutes leading yeah, up to sure. it where it's uh him and uh Kira and then the worm lady and all that stuff. I mean, that was bad. That was really bad. And, and watching and they're that, setting up the coaxium, you know, they're, they're kind of give us an idea oh, of the coaxium. Man. The beginning, you know, how they have like the uh, not the 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 scrawl or the crawl, you know, where where it's like the mean streets and stuff like that. Once they were doing, that, I'm like, oh, oh, this is bad. <laughs> like, what do you it, think? What do you think it, of the war stuff? It was weird. I didn't see any stormtroopers. Yeah, so there were, I guess there were a couple there. Yeah, but, but it it didn't feel like the Empire. No, it didn't, which I kind of liked, actually. I kind of liked that we got a sense of how gritty the war was on some planets. It's not like the Empire just wanted to go around blowing up every planet, you know, or just killing everybody. They're actually trying to conquer these planets. For reasons, though. Like, yeah. whether, whether it be resources or something like right. that. Right, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Reason. So to kind of see them on a mud planet and kind of getting down and dirty like it's World War One or World War yeah. Two. Oh, yeah, I found that trenches <laughs> and everything. But the- you know, Here's the thing that I was talking about when I said this movie skipped what could have been the most interesting part of Han Solo's journey. It skipped his entire time in Empire Flight School. Like right. it skipped his entire time Ooh. learning to fly for the Empire, what? and like Why? how he got kicked out, like all that stuff. Is there a director's cut? You think that's going to have that know. in there? I don't know. Or is that but, unsalvageable? Maybe. Yeah. Or did they ever do it? I have no idea. And so. you still like this movie? Yes, I said I was on the low side of liking it, and I so also an 80, can really is this an eighty in, on your scale, like an yeah, B minus, like yeah, an eighty, eighty one, oh, something like that. The more I'm talking about, the more I realize I don't like this movie. It's but, not even close to an okay movie now. But it's not every. <laughs> but see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Every mark against a movie does not diminish 
its experience. Okay. When you talk in detail about movies, I, I really believe this in, in this is people, people think it's funny because I write for cinema sins where we, you know, we do, we make all these marks about, you know, I was just like this or whatever, but just because a movie has, whether they're nitpicks or big deals or whatever strikes against it does not necessarily impact the overall experience you can have with a movie. Right. And I am telling you, and you're already seeing it. There are going to be a lot of people that love this movie. This is a mass media pleasing kind of movie. And uh, I think, I, I mean, my, my timeline is full of people who love it. Just had a blast at really? it. And I think it's just because you find what you're looking for, right? Like you're willing to overlook so many of the things we're talking about because they're just, well, who cares? I'm just, you know, I'm enjoying the seeing Han Solo do this or, you know, go do this thing. So it's kind of a different thing in my mind. You know, to make all these marks. Normally, I would agree with you on that point. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. That is meeting all those. But I don't think you're giving Star Wars fans enough credit to where they would overlook a lot of that stuff. Well, I'm telling, I'm just telling you what I'm experiencing in my timeline. Okay, Um, on Twitter and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and this this isn't a Star Wars fan necessarily, but Leonard Maltin loved this movie. He thought it was amazing, yeah. And, uh, and I normally agree with that dude. I know, well, I do too. I do too. And like I said, I really think there are enough flaws in this movie that it's just okay for me. But I really did have fun through a lot of this movie. So cool. even talking about these specific things doesn't change the fact that I had a fun time watching it uh, and experiencing, you know, Han Solo and, and Chewbacca. See, that's interesting because whenever I watch a movie, you know, I'll have my general experience and then I'll do a post analysis of the movie. And then as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, okay, so yeah, maybe that wasn't as good as I thought it was, and then I'll think about another part, like, you know, how I I knew knew right off the bat the Kessel Run was bad, but then uh, the more I thought about it, like, man, Kira was pointless, Yeah. and then I think, okay, well, if she was pointless, then Paul Bettany's character was pretty pointless, too, and Woody Harrelson's, man, everybody in this movie is pretty pointless. (laughs) Kira, was she just a MacGuffin device in this movie to get you from one place to another? Everything is a MacGuffin in this movie. That's why it's half a movie. It's like... Nothing means anything. It's yeah. very shallow and therefore can be very boring. I t- like I agree with all of those points. Um, and it, it's just, you know, there's just something yeah. for me about Star Wars movies. I'm yeah. all, they're always going to have a leg up because I love being in that world. Cool. So, yeah. Um, we didn't talk any about Lord and Miller. We didn't talk any about if we think, you know, things would have been different. Um, if we'd I'm rather, sure they would have been. Well, they would have been different. But do you think they would have been better? I'm I'm going. Whenever I heard that Ron Howard was taking over, I actually was like, I'm glad. Me too. I I, I think glad. the Lord and Miller version of this movie would have been very different and also possibly worse. Yeah, there's a shot that it would have been egregiously bad. Yeah, you're saying it already is egregiously bad. <laughs> Andrew, I've, I'm on record on in saying that I have been in the camp that this movie has, in general, before it came out, is totally unnecessary. Sure, I never cared about the solo story. Right. I don't think that he. I think he is best served in the in the uh, capacity we've the seen role him. You've seen him in. I don't think that his story beforehand lent itself really to being intriguing mm-hmm. because it's. And this may just be my take on Star Wars. I've always found the Force element of Star Wars to be the most compelling part of Star Wars. I, th- I think that's fair to say most people love that. But I, I know there's a lot of people out there who are like, no man, the bounty hunter element or the the uh the oppression of the empire that's really where i really find you know my love for star wars for me it's always been the force mm-hmm. the mystical and the jedi, element, and, the jedi and, yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah, like that sure. so I'm with you so whenever um you know i hear your uh, solo you know and him not being anything to do with the force i'm like 
okay, that's really, it's just not my cup of tea. Right. So I went in with those low expectations. Then I heard about this whole Lord and Miller, Ron Howard issue that they were having, and that just lowered my expectations even more. And normally whenever my expectations for a movie are this low, I'm expri- I'm uh, I'm surprised. You know, I'm like, oh yeah, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. But this movie was still as bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> so I can't imagine for somebody who loves, you know, the solo and stuff like this, and then they have really high expectations, and then they come out with the same expectation or the same result that I had. How much worse it is for them. I think you may be right about Star Wars fans. What I'm saying is the non fan fans for just people who love star wars movies but aren't like fans like we are that watch rebels or you know do other things i think this is a crowd pleaser i really do and that's what i'm seeing in in the you know in comments i'm seeing from just just general audience and that's kind of what ron howard does he makes mass media general generally pleasing movies i don't think that's true i think that he knows the exact type of movie if you look at apollo 13 or rush or Cinderella Man, or mm-hmm. A Beautiful Mind. I don't think those are general cl- crowd-pleasing movies. I think those are works of art. I really do. Well, I think they're both. Do I you? think when he's at his when he's at his best, he's doing both, but he's almost always doing at least the crowd-pleasing part. I, like, How the Grinch Stole Christmas is a, a crowd-pleasing movie, even if it's not a work of art. Yeah, but it, can you look at A Beautiful Mind and say that that movie is a crowd-pleaser? I, think that I don't think that general audience would really appreciate I think that that is a... Artistic. I think it's more. I do. I actually do. I would say it is. I'd say it's more down the middle of the road than, let's say, a movie like you know, uh, Inception or another movie we really love that takes more risks and does more interesting things with you know the timeline. It's you know he's he makes movies in general for a general audience that are, are very acceptable. So yeah, oh, I, I feel that okay. way. Okay. Um. Anything else we want to talk about? I don't know that there's much other than I would mention if we wanted to talk about the double cross at the end, the fact that... Han shoes first! <laughs> he always does, though. But again, it's another one of those references, no, right? It's a call, it's, yeah, it's a reference to Han yeah. shooting first. Yeah. yeah. So that's what it is. It's just another reference. Yeah. Um. I also... Does this make us any more excited about like a Boba Fett movie? Boba Fett? Boba Fett, sorry. No, no, no. It's Boba fun. Fett? I, Boba. I say Boba. Hey, Boba Fett! You say Boba Fett! That's well, old Bubba. starring Larry the Cable. We got guy. old Bubba Fett here. That's what he's we learn got, yeah. in that movie. He's going to go to that mud planet and go to a yeah. tractor pole. Well, he comes from a uh, like an Alabama planet. Bubba, Bubba Fett. We're bounty hunters, y'all. So Us I'm and dog, curious the bounty to the fact is I've heard rumors that this is going to be after Return of the Jedi, the Boba Fett movie. That could be. Who knows? So he crawls out of the Sarlacc. I like that. I'll take that. And it's... I don't know what it is after that, know. but I I'm done. I like I'm so ready for brand new, completely brand new stuff. For I'm, me, Rogue One is the only prequel Star Wars movie that I like because it's brand new. It's all brand new stuff. Like yeah. you know, it's I mean, it, it, obviously Vader's in there at the end, and right. it, and it has an There's impact on New Hope from that universe, right? Exactly. But as far as the core story, you get to have this nice complete no, story. Nobody in that is um, because recycle again. This goes back to a point I made in podcast proper. There are stakes in Rogue One. Yeah. There are no stakes in Solo. There are no stakes in but the I would, prequel movies. But I would disagree with you. I think there could have been stakes in Solo. I think if they if they do it differently and they actually find a way to make you care about Kira or Beckett or the relationship between Kira and Han, then the stakes are See, there. See, 
I don't think that you can for Kira specifically. You could have for Beckett, but for Kira, you know that there there is no happy ending for them because he has to fall in love with Leia. Yeah, I thought she but, And he has to be, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Available. Uh, not available, <laughs> but uh, hesitant not- towards finding love again. Right. Because cynical, cynical, yeah. Right. Thank you. He has to be cynical towards love because something bad has to happen with Kira. So I'm not and I, really, and I still think the fact that that didn't happen in this movie is the movie's biggest flaw. Right. I really think the fact that his story arc wasn't to get him to the place already, and I, you, it's just obvious they want to make more of these movies, and that's frustrating to me. So tell a great story and then figure out how to make another movie if you gotcha. want to make another one. Yeah. But, anyways. Anything else, guys? No, that's good enough for me. All right. I know there's lots we missed. Feel free to hit us up with any specific questions you want us to answer. We can do it in a future uh, podcast for sure. Uh, Jack, thanks for being here. Oh, thanks for having me, It's so good seeing you. Great seeing you, too. Anytime. I always like coming on. Uh, Andrew, thanks for spending your millionth second with us. Billionth. uh, Billionth second on the planet with us. No, that was, uh, was it this Today or is today yeah, your birthday? Yeah, today's my birthday. Okay, so. oh, yeah, I forgot yeah, to so, mention that. I was going to mention that. So yeah. uh, I, I gave you that awesome swag bag. So uh, right. yeah, okay. So yeah, it was an hour ago. I turned one billion seconds old. <laughs> what? <laughs> so nice. Yeah, I turned one billion seconds old a couple uh, about roughly an hour ago. Congratulations! Uh, and Thank you. And it's your forty uh, third forty third birthday. Yeah. And happy birthday to my co writer on uh, Cinema Sins, Jonathan, whose birthday is also today. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So. Yeah. Very cool stuff, and happy birthday to you, uh, if it is indeed your birthday, and if not, just play this back when it is. There it All is. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. See ya. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.